All right, ladies and gentlemen, the boys are back, and we are ready for the League of Extraordinary Excellence. Fucking football's here, guys. And as yes. always, joined by my co-host, Dan Martinez. It is so good to be back. God damn, I hope we continue. Like, I just want momentum to continue, man. I'm fucking feeling it. I'm fucking jacked. Dude, how hyped were you when you played Madden for football? Madden brings out a different side of me, man. I mean, <laughs> we're talking like fucking hermit mode. I've been sitting in front of this TV for hours. Um, not good, really, but also great at the same time. I think it just adds to the excitement for football finally here. I mean, it, and then now fantasy's kicking up. I mean... You tried to offer me a trade today. Unfortunately, I have no interest in another tight end. Yeah, you or, know, I've, I, I've just... one of my young running backs. Right. I mean, it's, you know, you, you got to take chances. Uh, I think the greats say you miss all the shots that you don't take. So there was one. Yeah, I, I hear you. I tried to counter. There just wasn't anything where I feel like you'd be interested. Sure. But... That's that's the name of the game here. I, I did put out another trade feel out there. Dan Shu, fucking look at your trades, man. <laughs> I've had one sitting in a fucking queue to Dan Shu for about a month and a half. I tried to text him on the side. This motherfucker said, I'll check it out. Just stand by. Still hasn't. I just think he's giving me the cold shoulder at this point. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with just reject <laughs> i honestly i prefer it you're not hurting my feelings man just it is or it isn't i'm just sitting here right. in fucking limbo man what if i got other trade offers out there and now that might i might want to take that back in the event that you say yes and it's just come on right i mean i i you told me about the trade i it didn't notify me on the phone but i looked right away and boom it was done right seems simple um, enough to me I've got one out to Mr. Timmy Skaronsky. Uh It's been sitting there for about a week, buddy. Let's see what you got. <laughs> I, I feel like until football actually starts, I, I mean, it does kind of hurt with uh, no preseason because I feel like there'd be more waiver movement. I mean, just just all the hype and practice and stuff just quite isn't enough yet. Right. I mean, and then you see these young guys perform on a football field in the pros and you just start to have, I mean, the old eye test, you know what I mean? And we don't have that right now. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just, yeah, like last year when Terry McLaurin broke out and I mean, it's one of those things where everyone started to get hyped on him and no one drafted him. No one. He was just floating there. (laughs) Which is crazy because the guy had monster production. And, I mean, just to bring it all into one big nest here, it's just nice to have something where motherfuckers, regardless of their political and all this social shit, whatever your feelings are, we can come together, get ready for fucking Sundays, Thursdays, maybe Saturdays, who fucking knows, and just get hyped and love football. We need that, man. We need that more than ever, I think, right now. Well, it's funny you bring up politics for this because the Lions decided to make it political. 
Did you see that? I did. I did. And I also saw the Ravens put out a statement. And, uh, yeah, disappointing. The only thing I saw with the Lions when they said they canceled practice, 4-12. and (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I I thought, in my mind, you actually gave them a win for canceling practice. I I mean, I thought they were going to be worse than that. (laughs) It's just crazy, dude. I I thought I saw – yeah, actually, I can confirm. There were also other teams that canceled practice for a day or two. And uh, I just don't, you know, I guess have your conversations – yeah, that, it, it's frustrating in regards to people use sports to get away from this stuff. Mm-hmm. And now they're bringing it full circle and they're forcing us to deal with our our escape, I guess. Well, I'll say this, and this is just as a fan of a football team. Um, you know, I never used to look at it politically in terms of the players, like all the stuff with Kaepernick. I really just didn't care about because it, it never affected me personally. You know what I mean? So some guy kneeling was never going to piss me off. I have still have to go to work and pay all my fucking bills. <laughs> if he stands right. or kneels, they, nothing's going to change for me. But that's just me, right? But now when you know I have a natural football hate for a franchise like, like the Ravens, and then they put out that bullshit that they did yesterday, now I really hate them. And now it goes to a deeper amount of hatred. So – when they lose, I will take extreme pleasure in it. Absolutely. <laughs> Although Lamar Jackson needs to do well for me. <laughs> <laughs> totally acceptable. I mean, fantasy trumps all of that, obviously. So, <laughs> I mean, political views or not, if you're on my team, you better fucking perform. You're damn right. You're damn right. <laughs> um, going into uh, like matchups and stuff like that. Uh, each week, you and I, we're either going to pick, like, me and Tito are week one. You'll either pick me, Tito, or Tito to cover the points, which I think I'm favored to win by, like, 50 points. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I mean... I think that'll make it a little more interesting, especially for the podcast and people can talk shit. Like if we get it completely wrong, like I'm, I've obviously just picked myself every week. I'm assuming you would do the same. Uh, I mean, I have to pick me every week, obviously. I mean, that's just, that's a mental thing that I can't give up uh, to my opponent. Um, It'll just be how much I think I'm going to destroy you by. Uh, But for the other matchups, I definitely will try and bring it from a very unbiased perspective absolutely uh i don't know i think uh just to up the ante a little bit what do you say because we still owe a league punishment to the zaners i didn't forget and i won't but uh the loser between you and i on the pick weekly i think joins the loser in punishment um, the, an old gentleman, no, that's, that's more than a gentleman's bet, I guess, but I'm definitely in, I mean, fuck it, you know, spice things up a little bit. I mean, it's, it's a new season, dude. I'm really down for a lot of shit because I just want to make this league as exciting as possible. You know, the lady and I just started watching the league again and it just, <laughs> there's some of the shit those guys did, man. Just, I don't, 
your audio got jacked. Can you hear me better? Now I can, yeah. Oh, I was, I was just saying, yeah, I'm in, I'm in for sure. All right, cool. So we'll we'll add that to our just to make it a little more interesting with that as well. And then the loser doesn't feel as left out because uh, I'm telling you this, I don't plan to be a loser on either of these. Just saying. Hey, <laughs> if you plan to lose, I mean, I wouldn't be your friend. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So speaking of these matchups, who, in your opinion, feels like their team could make that jump to being a title contender? I mean, we obviously know our our teams, we feel, are very good. But who do you think is ready to challenge? I think that if he can avoid the injuries that he dealt with last year, I really like Ben's team, but he had a ton of injuries. I'm just really high on the Cowboys this year, and he's got the Dak, Amari Cooper, Ezekiel Elliott thing going. I really think that's going to be a good offense this year, so I'm excited to see that. Um, So that's mine in terms of ready to make a jump. Yeah, I I can definitely see that. (laughs) You better hope the Cowboys are good with – Dak, Zeke, and Cooper. Uh, I feel like another person on his team that if they stay healthy would be big time and actually make a difference is Ingram. Yes. Having a top tight end in this league is very important for fantasy. I mean, that's – fuck, I took one in the third round just to make sure I had one, and then I got lucky with Andrews later. And now he's your starter, I'm assuming. That's the top tight end, or one of them, I mean. It's it's gonna be tough for me not to start both of them each week. I don't blame you. Uh, I think, man, I I think Zayner's the easy pick. Sure, because he was last. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but and but, he, but you said to be fair, you said title contender. You think he can title contend? I do not. Okay, <laughs> I do not. Uh, honestly, I, I think Tito's team is going to make that jump. Uh, I love Russell Wilson as a quarterback. He got Chris Godwin. The only thing I really hate about his team are the running backs. I, I do not like his running backs one bit. Uh, but it's really hard to say because Tyree Cohen is a PPR monster and Swift, I think, is going to take over Detroit really quick. Uh, Dobbins is an issue strictly because Mark Ingram actually did really well last year. And Tevin Coleman is in a nightmare. But all you need is a couple pieces and a couple rookies to pan out. And this team is ridiculous. But... I, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I'm good. Uh... But I. I... I think he's going to jump forward a little bit. You and I, it's a great segue because, you know, in the spirit of us kind of button heads all year, I completely disagree with you. In fact, I think Tito is going to take the biggest dive of everybody in the league. Really? You think he's, he's destined for failure? I think that he is. Now, remember, we're just talking about this year, right? Right. 
I think that he is banking way too much on rookies. I think they're going to hit the rookie wall. I think – I mean, we got guys that aren't even presumed starters at this point. I like Swift. I like Dobbins in the future. Um, But the future. And it really – it is revolved around those running backs. And this is – he's not hearing this that's new for the first time. When when he and I were going through some trade stuff, I tried to explain to him, man, like you got a lot of young talent, but these are people that – that you don't know they're getting carries, man. And I just – I don't see any bona fide guys there in the backfield for him. I really think he's going to struggle. See, the only thing – the only reason I actually kind of like it is because every year there's a crop of rookies running backs every year that come out, step up. I mean, last year, Jacob, Singletary – the year before, in prior years, like Zeke's rookie year, he was an immediate impact. I mean, I, the rookie running back is one of those positions where they really don't wait to see what you have. They just kind of throw you in the mix. Sure. Um, I, I guess I, I'm not really a retort to that because I understand what you're saying. Um, but I also, and maybe this is even a notch in your column, you know, you'll see absolute nobodies at running back turn into talented pros. So maybe that would happen too. I mean, guys, you and I aren't even thinking of right now that we went undrafted and they're just absolute beasts. Uh, it, yeah, it happens every year. Um, I think uh, – so Tito's your pick to fail. I think uh, Timmy – man, I, <laughs> other than McCaffrey – I. I think Ingram is primed for a regression year. Last year, he was a touchdown machine. Evans, I like him. I like the Tampa Bay situation. But Brady's a check down guy. I just don't see the same production from Evans without Jameis Winston chucking it down the field constantly. Uh, T.Y. is so banged up year after year. A.J. Brown, I can't – there's really nothing bad I can say about him. And Stephon Diggs is yet to see. I mean, Hooper – man, in Atlanta, he was such a hit-or-miss guy with Matt Ryan. Now you have Flake Flakefield. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I, I think Tim is destined for a regression year as well. I don't see a, a title run for him this year. I I mean, what was he? He was in the finals last year. I don't know, man. I think with his team, he's got a lot of, I guess in the past, we can say this, a lot of volume guys, high volume guys, which is yeah. why I always liked his team. Because even a guy like a Diggs, like I still don't know outside of Beasley what the fuck Buffalo's bringing on the offensive side of the ball in terms of receiver. Um, mm-hmm. but Diggs, I think, is going to get so much, so many targets. Um, and sometimes that dude, that just that makes up for a lot of some of the other shit that you see in fantasy, just getting that volume. Yeah, uh, I can't really disagree with that. But Buffalo, they're more of a run and check down team too. Sure. I mean, they they will ground and pound it all day. I mean, Singletary last year, a couple games. He was averaging almost double-digit receptions. Right, right. I mean, they have zero issue checking down. And now it looks like uh, 
uh, Moss might actually be a, a decent pass catcher as well. All I've heard is good things about that kid. And what's not good is I saw yesterday that Devin Singletary, who was fourth in the league, I believe, last year in fumbles lost, which is obviously mm-hmm. not good for a running back. Uh, he's, they're still seeing some of those same troubles. So that could be good for Moss, at least. It could be. I I mean, again, another rookie running back that could make a difference. Right. So, all right, well, we have our picks for improvement and for failure. Now the real question, uh, will football actually happen? Um, a valid question. I think right now they're they're full boat. They're going to go. This is going to happen. Um, the only thing I worry about is once COVID, you know, if COVID has another uptick, say one team gets it, the bug starts hitting. I think at some point the NFL could just cave under the pressure of all the fear porn and essentially be like, you know what, fuck it, can't do it, cancel it. Yeah, that is that is the biggest concern is if there's one outbreak. I mean, you're talking about a 53-man roster, and there's it almost looks like there's more coaches than players on the sidelines. Right. So you're talking a good 100 people on each sideline. And NFL is pretty brave to begin with. They're talking about fans in the stands. I mean, not full go on fans, but – Still, they're not they're not doing the whole bubble thing with nobody but their players. It's going to be interesting to see, and I hope it works out because then we can end this fanless, crowdless arenas. Because man, is it tough to watch sports without real fans? Yeah, it really is. I mean, when I was watching some of the NBA games, it kind of felt summer league ish, dude, and it really took away a lot from a lot of the joy that I take in watching those games. And baseball, I mean. Oh, baseball. It's, it's already tough to watch. <laughs> now there's no fans. Right, right. <laughs> um, Yeah, hopefully COVID can uh, just go fuck off because I'm so sick of COVID. Dude, COVID what, this, COVID that, man. <laughs> what, what, I, what I think was funny in relation to someone going back to the fan noise real quick is the Saints were talking – or the NFL was talking about allowing teams to funnel in fan noise. And my let's right up the Vikings alley, uh, dude. That's what I was saying. I was like, all these dome teams are like, okay, we've been doing this for fucking years, bro. <laughs> and now we have permission. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So because of uh, the COVID thing, uh, just to reiterate, uh, COVID spots. So if one of your players uh, opts out due to COVID, like I know, uh, I was looking at Dan's team. Uh, Damian Williams is one of them. He should be eligible to just get thrown on your IR spot. Um, I'm gonna have to up the spots, obviously, because I'm I'm not gonna make you cut people because they opted out of the season. That's ridiculous. I'm not doing that. But you still can only you have three of your spots have to be for injuries. They cannot be for COVID. If half your team decides to go out with COVID, I'm not making 15 IR spots for you. That's just not going to happen. 
Because that well, means everybody has 15 IR spots, and that's I, just too many. I think that, I mean, it's good that you're saying it now so that you're kind of get out in front of it so that there's no, you know, some someone just bitching about how you're just trying to hold them down or you're being an ass or – I mean, you're being very transparent about it, so I think that'll help people. Right. So, I, like I said, I want this league to be as competitive as possible. I will do everything I can to keep it that way. But, yeah, I'm not given 15 spots. I think the most I would consider is probably, even this is a lot, like seven or eight. Sure. But, yeah, other than that... Uh, what do you got going on? Oh man, just waiting, 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 brother. I just, uh, you know, I, I get excited when I watch it when, you know, I follow these insiders on Twitter and I'm hearing about some of these rookies showing up, how, you know, second year players are showing like they got a lot of promise and it's just, I just can't wait till they're on the fucking field, man. You know, practice is one thing, but when the game starts, the fucking, the electricity, you know, I just, there's nothing like it, dude. Nothing like it as a fan. I can't imagine it as a player on game days. Um, and like I said, just, it, I think it's something we need, man, as a country right now, something to just love and focus on. And that's football. Absolutely, man. I, I couldn't agree with you anymore on the need for some fucking football, man. I mean, it's going to be weird week one because I don't think any team is doing fans. But I, it doesn't matter. I'll. That's one sport where I the fans, yes, they are important. But I'll watch it anyway. I mean, fuck, I play Madden twenty four seven, and I play it without volume. No, oh, jeez. <laughs> well, I hope you got a podcast as good as ours to listen to. I always do. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we will try. I think we should try to make a conscious effort for Wednesdays. Yeah, uh, that works. Make all our picks. Oh, waiver wires will be fixed uh, as soon as uh, week of week of football. I will change the waiver wires so it's open on after. Well, Sunday Sundays and Mondays it'll just be open. Sounds good. All right. Cool. All right, well, that will wrap this episode, and uh, league on.